Welcome to With a Pencil, a six-episode podcast series about the John Wick universe. Each episode, I'll be joined by two guests to talk about a different John Wick thing. Sometimes we're going to be talking only about one of the movies. Other times, we're going to be talking about a part or a piece of one of the movies that extends out into a bigger conversation. I brought in two top-level people. I had to cash in a couple of markers to get them here. I have Julia Littman and Rember Brown with me today. Please say hello, you two. Hello. Hey. Yes. This is fun. It is. I'm 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 like really geeked up right now. Let's get started. Today, we're talking about the second movie, John Wick Chapter 2, which came out in 2017, and it really made it very clear that the John Wick franchise was going to be a part of all of our lives for a long, long time. They played John Wick Chapter 2 exactly perfectly, exactly perfectly because there were a 100 different ways that they could have screwed it up. It would have been so easy to mess up a sequel to John Wick. And all of that was magnified by how very clear it was that there was a lot at stake when they were making Chapter 2. It was such this delicate thing that they were handling, that they had begun to create in the first movie, right? They had this whole assassin ecosystem that they sort of glanced at in John Wick. They gave you pieces of it. They gave you the edge of it. And it felt like it could be really rich and really vibrant and really interesting and spin us off into a bunch of new movies. And that's what most of us were going into chapter two, hoping to see. You left out of part one and you said something like, I would like to know more about Blank. I would like to know more about Winston. I would like to know more about the Continental or the impossible task or the gold coins in the system of commerce. Like, and they fucking nailed it. They, they opened up that world in a way that felt like, not like you were watching them build something. But it felt like they were showing you something. They were exposing you to something that had always been there. And I'm so excited to talk about it. Between the three of us, we have seen this movie a ton of times. So we're going to do a, a short version of the plot just so that it's out there. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to burn through it quickly. And then if you need to jump in, jump in. Probably don't, though. Okay, I won't. I'll try not to. John Wick Chapter 2 opens up four days after the end of the first film. Wick has avenged the death of his dog. And so part two starts with him getting his car back. Because remember, in part one, they killed his dog and they took his car. So he does that. He gets his car. And rather than killing the guy who had it, he has a drink with him. And he offers him peace. And he thinks he's gotten back out of the assassination game. He goes home. He buries in concrete his assassination kit. And then, of course, someone rings his doorbell immediately after. It's Santino D'Antonio, a high-ranking Italian criminal, who's there because he wants John to kill Gianna D'Antonio, his sister, so Santino can get her seat on something called the high table. Santino tells John that he has to do it because Santino has a marker, which is, in effect, a contract signed by John in blood that says he has to fulfill at least one no-questions-asked request for Santino. When John refuses, Santino blows up John's house with a grenade launcher. John appeals to Winston, the hotel manager at the Continental who oversees all of the New York-level crime stuff in the assassin world. Winston tells John that he has to honor the marker or die. Those are your only two options. John's like, all right, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to get out. And he does it, and he's successful. But it turns out that Santino had a bunch of foot soldiers in place ready to kill John after John killed his sister. This makes John very upset. And so, same as the first movie, John declares war. He kills a billion people to get to Santino, who has retreated into the safety of the Continental where no killing is allowed. He walks up to Santino. Santino starts sassing him a bit. John shoots him in the head, then leaves. Winston tells John that Winston has no choice now. He not only has to expel John from the Continental, but also there's now a multi-million dollar worldwide contract on John's head. There's nowhere he can go. And that's how the movie ends, with John on the run and an army of assassins looking to put several bullets and knives into his brain. Excommunicado. 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 You killed a man on company grounds, Jonathan. You leave me no choice but to declare you excommunicado. I've seen this movie, I, I, like genuinely, front to back, not just parts of it, front to back 25 times. No, like, let me turn it on and let me watch it or let me have it in the background. And even still, I, after reading the recap, like, I want to watch it again right now. It is really, it's <laughs> really good movie. It's really, it's, it's very it's good. It's fun. It's just fun. It is It is fun. What is the most fun part of this movie for you, Juliet? The most fun part of this movie for me, can I name a few? Please. I would say number three on the list is Keanu Reeves' gait, the way that he walks. Uh, we, we talked about that. <laughs> I'm obsessed. We talked about that in the other one. Nikki was mentioned. I had not noticed this before. She pointed out that he's pigeon-toed. I had no idea. I've he, never looked at his feet. There's so many, like, 
shots of him in silhouette mm-hmm. that I'm like, I just feel like I'm really acquainted with the outline of his body and how he moves. Yes, yeah. yes, it's, yes. And I, it's so, I was like doing a mental inventory of like all my favorite Keanu Reeves performances and I was trying to think. Obviously, number one is um, Something's Gotta Give, the fine Nancy Myers film. Gotta be it. I gotta be it. And I was like, what a, di- what a different guy. And I was like, hey, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. He doesn't <laughs> get that credit. Is, he is a really good actor. So, so he is. He is, yes. Good. I, I agree. Okay. Sometimes, okay. I just, <laughs> sometimes he does something, and I'm just like, "Is he the worst actor?" But I think he, I think he is the best actor. I think he's bad in Speed, which is why what? no, which what? is why you might think he's a bad what? actor. No, the, the movie's not bad. He's just his acting no prowess way. is not on display. No, that's the that's second a, best Keanu performance wild, wild. after Something's Got to Give. No, no, for me after John Wick. <laughs> he's really because good. John Wick. Something's Got to Give. John Wick too. Well, I'm kind of the John Wick like, as a series. As a, as the character. Yeah. John Wick, Speed, Something's Gotta Give, Hardball, The Matrix. There you go. That's <laughs> Do you remember the, in Speed, he's, he's just like, Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like stares for like five seconds. It's I'm, a Sandra Bullock movie, so yeah. whatever. Um, So his, the way that he walks. The way that he walks. Number two is probably, I just feel like the music. First killing yes. of Gianna, and then the music comes on, yes. and you're like, something's like, going to happen. I'm, like, yeah. I'm something's at a raise. about to happen. This is yeah. fun. <laughs> and the number one has got to be the call center. I just love the call center so much. That And that's a that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. They, they give you a piece of that in the first one. They give you more of it in the second one. And you're like, oh, shit, this is like a really in, involved, nuanced thing. Yeah. Rim, where, were you, where did you watch this the first time? Did you see it in a theater? I saw it in a theater. I feel like I've seen it on multiple Delta flights. Mm. Yes. It's like a really wild thing to watch in the middle it seat. Is. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially in the middle seat, because, like, I'm just, like, I find myself two feet, like, like inches away from the yeah, yeah. screen. I'm, like, amped <laughs> up. I, typically, I try to only watch movies with The Rock. On um, movies, on, on planes, or on in planes, general? On planes. <laughs> yeah, just, just exclusively. But I, I watched John Wick 2 on a plane, and, like, next thing I knew, it was, like, the perfect New York-Atlanta flight. Like, literally right when we landed the movie, he was, like, running through the park. It was, mm-hmm. Like, that's how the movie ended. And Did you run off the plane? Yeah, I just ran. I ran to my mom's house. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I love it. I, I'm obsessed with the very, like, careful way that Keanu talks. Mm-hmm. He like it's like when things get more serious, he puts more space between each word. Right. And I think for me, I'm like, oh, does that make him a the, the best actor? Like is that <laughs> like are these like tells that he's like one of our greats? Uh but yeah, I just I love I love the way he talks. I love I just I think I, I was telling you this last night. He he really fills the void in my heart left by Jack Bauer. Mm-hmm. Just everything about it, just the whole, like, I'm trying to get out the game. Like, every season of 24 right. begins with him with a new identity and a new girlfriend <laughs> and, like, a new stepson. Uh-huh. And he's just, like, <laughs> making omelets and he's just excited to be out the game and then someone knocks on his door. I just, I, I would have any movie that starts that way. I feel the same way about any movie that's, like, in a thing. Are we in an airplane? Are we in a train? Is the whole movie going to be here? All right, I'll watch it. It's true, like a, like a closed universe. Yes. And Love it. Plane movies are really good. Maybe they should do John Wick on a plane. Were you wondering how he got from New York to Rome? No, he got in an airplane. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Yeah, please. There's a lot of gaps that I need you to fill. Right, I'm going to fill I'm gonna fill all these in. Let's do the categories. Okay. okay. John Wick is at its center a cool movie full of cool people doing cool things and saying cool things and it's all just very cool. So that's where we're going to start. What's the coolest thing someone says in John Wick chapter two that isn't this line? This is this is the runaway coolest line okay. of the movie. You can't pick this one. So I guess you have a choice. Do you want a war or do you want to just give me a gun? That's fucking great. It is good. That's what he says to Lawrence Fishburne. That's what he says to Morpheus and then he <laughs> fucking goes to Furious war. Furious styles. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I have some options. If you have some more Feel free to throw them in there. First one is from Abram Tarasov in the beginning of the movie. He's recounting the the legend of John Wick, the myth of John Wick. And he's telling the whole story, and I love all of the parts of it. And he ends it with this wonderful line, which I had never heard before. And he says, I can assure you that the stories you hear about this man, if nothing else, has been watered down. Fucking dope. That's good. Nobody's ever said that about me. Everybody's always (laughs) said, no, he's lying. Whatever he told you, it's like only 40% true and 60% lie. (laughs) 
It is really good. Also, just uh, imagine being so potent that people feel they have to water you down in the retelling. <laughs> yes. It's just amazing. Yes. Also, Abram's accent is... I don't know what it is. An accent that I've never... I, I can't even point to a part of the globe that no, it's from. No, you have, like, point, you have to point to outer space. Yeah, he's like Siberian-Argentinian. <laughs> like, I don't know what he is, but it's incredible. Next one. This is Santino D'Antonio. You have a beautiful home, John. That's what he says to him right before he blows it yeah. up. With a grenade launcher. That's how you know the movie is going to... This is after a 15-minute fight scene with a car. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, hey, you know what we need now? A grenade launcher. He gets hit by so many cars. So many cars. It's, it's like it's amazing. You, he's better at dodging bullets than cars. He Oscar, can't. Can he dodge a car? Do we have any evidence that he can? He does it one time in John Wick Two, when he's in the middle of the fight and it comes. Oh yeah, flying oh, right like, at him and he rolls out of the way. Also, I, I know this is a tangent, but this movie really like has convinced me. I need to learn how to like barrel roll. Yes. Definitely. You got to be yes. ready at any time. There could be a $7 million bounty on your head. Yeah. Or like just to get from point A to point B the quickest. Like that time he launches himself down the down stairs. Down the stairs, yeah. With a barrel roll. Could it you, makes sense though. Could you imagine you're you're at a meeting. You're at the Netflix building down yes. the street. And you're walking <laughs> with the people having a talk about a show you're pitching or a movie. And you get to the stairs and you just fucking barrel roll down the stairs. It's amazing. That's an automatic green light. But I was thinking about it. It kind of makes sense because... The way he does it, he he ends up facing the people at the top of the stairs when he does the roll. Like if you just run down the stairs, you're back. I I I've been thinking about this a lot. I have too. That's one of the the, the things I I wrote down in here. I love the barrel roll down the stairs. I was wondering because he had not done it in any in the movie before. Yeah. Did he learn this? He has that big fight with Cassian, and they fall down seven hundred <laughs> stairs. They just keep on going. Yeah. And I was like, he probably just learned it. Then all right, option number three. For the coolest thing someone says. Literally anything the concierge says. I love the concierge. He's great. I, I love this He's guy incredible. so much. He gets better every movie. Have you all seen part three yet? No. You have to see part three. He's even better. Really? That's yes. amazing. That, I'm thrilled to hear that. Yeah. He's was, so good. I'm worried about his future with the Continental. So. Oh, man. You, sh you should yeah. you should um, spend a lot of time, as much time as you can with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. This is Julius, who's like the, you know, he's the European version of... Yes. Winston. Um, he's asking John what he's doing there. They're having this whole conversation. And this is a question he asked him. He very sincerely asks him, are you here for the Pope? That was amazing. Are you, yeah. kill, was are amazing. you here to kill the Pope? <laughs> that, to, that to me was one of those lines where it opened up everything even further. Like John Wick, could, he could kill the Pope if he wanted to. He could do that. He could definitely kill do that. anybody. Amazing. He could kill. He could kill the Rock if he wanted That's to. That's wild. He he really could. I liked that that when they are like setting the scene in Rome, they show him at the Forum and mm -hmm. not at the Vatican. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there was like partial like logistics and like clearances yeah. or whatever. But I really like that it's sort of like we're going for ancient Rome. We're not going for like Catholic <laughs> yes. Rome. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. <laughs> this is about ancient stuff and like <laughs> and it kind of like foreshadowed him ending up in like the catacombs and yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. I really I really liked the. I mean I as. Having been to Rome, oh. I fucking love the Forum. And I was like, yes, they understand what makes Rome so great. <laughs> I've really never excited. been to Rome. I, I don't know. What, you felt that. City. You felt that. I didn't cool know city. what I was looking at in the movie. I was just like, that's that's pretty. That's a pretty building. Next one. This is John Wick. After Cassian runs into him at the rave. Yeah. And he's like, John. And he's like, yeah, you working? Yeah. And he has some good night. And he says, afraid so. And that's it. <laughs> that was amazing. Yo, I just, I killed the person you're supposed to be protecting. I think most, Good job, of, common. most of my favorite quotes are like two words. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they're always just like sentence and conversation enders. Mm -hmm. well, and he typically just walks away. Yeah. Have you ever counted up the number of words that Keanu says in, in John, John Wick? In he John says Wick? nine words. Yeah. Like I was going to say it's definitely under a thousand. There's yeah, no for question. Sure, for sure. There, may, maybe under 750. Could, yeah. we, could we get it under 500? I mean, it's low. Yeah. It is low. It's definitely low. It's also like, I don't know. I would be interested to know what his longest sentence is. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if he's hitting over eight words. He does in the period. in the first one. In the first one, it, definitely. And when he does the whole, yeah, I'm thinking like back a stats monologue. You have a stats department. We we're gonna get the stats okay. on that. We'll get Bobby Wagner <laughs> on that next one. This is Cassian. This is when they're sitting at the bar talking, and they're having the whole conversation about like he's basically telling you, "I'm gonna kill you," and he says, "I'll make it quick. I promise." And that's just like to me, that was a cold thing to say to somebody. Not only that, I'm going to kill you, but like I'm gonna kill you how I want to kill you. And yeah, nothing you could do about it. Number seven, consider this a professional courtesy. Love that line. Amazing. Cassian says it. 
But this is Wick saying it after he's just fucking jammed a, ch- a, oh, a on the knife. Sub, on, the, on the train? A yeah. knife into Cassian's chest. I like how invested John Wick is in professional decorum because mm-hmm. I, I really share that emotional interest as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, you know, he takes his job seriously and acting properly is also really important to him. And, and that's why it's such a big deal when he breaks the code. And I just really appreciate it. Were you shocked when he when you broke the rule finally at the end? Kind of. I felt like it, was, it had to happen. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't completely shocked, but I was like, this is a big fucking deal. Were you shocked? I was shocked. I was so I was shocked. shocked. I've, I've never predicted anything in a film. Mm-hmm. I'm just always surprised. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because he builds up such a code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a real, like, you spit, you're like, wow, this guy will, like, lives by rules. Like, it it would have been like watching, watching Omar and the Wire just fucking gun down a kid. Exactly. For, like, you can't That's be an assassin without a strong code of honor because then otherwise you could just be killing everyone like every minute, you yeah. know? So. <laughs> like, like all the time. Yeah. Oh, there's like a person. A... Oh, they're dead. Oh, if uh... there's nothing guiding how and when you decide to kill someone, it's absolute mayhem. And that I, I think that's that's part of what makes the movie so much fun because you have to learn all of this stuff. Yeah. You're, you're watching them and you go like, oh, this all makes sense. You understand how this world works. They just keep on putting these fences up for you. You can only go in this direction. You can't attack this person. You can't do that. You have to do this. It's like, fucking, this is worse than regular work. It's it's like other action. Like, I think the best action movies, I mean, you really know, you would know best, feel like you're watching a live action video game to that mm-hmm. extent. It's yeah. like you run into like a bumper. Or you like, you can't do this. You can't go back. And it, it, John, this one in particular feels so much like a video game. I feel like with John Wick 1, at least for me, I was like, what am I watching for the first like 45 minutes? Right. But with yeah. this one, you're like more accustomed to what you're getting. Mm-hmm. So to your point, like the rules of the John Wick universe are like coming into focus and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I know it's I know what we're doing here. All right. Last one. This is my favorite one. This is going to be the one that I pick. I'll tell you ahead of time. Wow. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. You can pick a different one. But this is it. This is at the end of the movie. This is John Wick's almost last line. He gives a whole speech and then he ends, he ends it. This is him passing those eight words. Winston, tell them, tell them all, whoever comes, whoever it is, I'll kill them, I'll kill them all. I'll kill them all. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) And then he walks off. And 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 then he doesn't walk off. Then he does the thing Rem mentioned earlier, the guy's like, Jonathan, Winston, and then he runs away. Okay, I have a bone to pick. It oh really, my God. it really bothers you me. You bone to pick with this line? No, which oh. is something you just said. Okay, Central Park. No, I love the Bethesda <laughs> Fountain. It's iconic. Although I did notice there wasn't water in it, which I thought was really interesting. No, huh. wa- no water in the fountain at that moment. You like the geography expert for all of this stuff because I didn't know where that <laughs> yeah. fountain was at all. You just know every place and everything. Um, it really bothers me that his name is Jonathan and he goes by John with an H because John with an H was a standalone name. If your name is Jonathan and you go by John, it's J O N. It really bothers me huh. that he's J O H N when his name is Jonathan. But. Is his name Jonathan? Or they just call him that? Or do they just call him that? Winston calls him that to like be like funny and formal. Exactly. Yeah. Like when I see Sean, I call him sometimes Jonathan. Right. And I don't think that's his real name. Interesting. I, it might be interesting. But don't you feel like Winston's a, a, a formal guy? Like, does he make? Does he crack jokes? Does he have running bits? He's funny. He's a funny guy. I know, but I don't know if he's a bit guy. He could I, be. You could be funny without having bits. No, I think that this is definitely a bit. To call him Jonathan for would, Winston would certainly be a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ian McShane's hair. It's so good. I it's, think Ian McShane is like one, is just like a cult f- hero. Like, yeah. like just like to love Ian McShane is to like identify as like some kind of nerd of some kind. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love him. He is great. I mean, he's really good in the movie. Yes, he is. You, you two need to make a pick. Or well, do you have a different one? I think num- number six was Cassian's line at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot, but I also really liked how they got there. And I felt like right before they go, I mean, it's like they're, they stop fighting because they end up at the Continental. And so they go to the bar. And they're like, gonna get a drink. And John says to him, um, gin, isn't it? That's a good one. That's <laughs> yeah. a good, and it's like a that's power. Cool. It's that's a power cool. move because he asserts that he like knows who he is, he remembers him, and all that. And I was like, that's that's like kind of making it clear that he's got the upper hand. This, I think that that scene when they bust through the window, I had no idea what was gonna happen. They're they're fighting for fucking 45 minutes straight across all of Rome. It yeah. is. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and then they bust through the window and, and you realize they're in the thing when the guy, when Julius calls them and then they stop. And that to me was like another, like not only are they following the rules, but like that's a fucking really cool thing to do in a movie. Yeah. And then also they're foreshadowing 
he's going to break that rule later on. Like it's yeah. it's fucking. I know. I real I really enjoyed it. I love this movie. Ram. I <clears throat> I love the last line. Uh, I think that's like. I'm just like I wanted John Wick three immediately. 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 I wanted to just hit next. Hello. Let's take a break from the podcast real quick so that I can read to you an advertisement. Vudu is a leading streaming app with a library of over 150,000 titles available to rent or buy from the latest Hollywood blockbusters to your favorite indie films. Vudu recently launched an ad-supported on-demand service with over 8,000 titles you can watch for free, including classic movies and TV shows. That means things like Paddington, Legally Blonde, Stargate, and more completely free. Vudu is a presenting sponsor of the Rewatchables podcast where they're covering John Wick 2 next week. Watch it for free on Vudu before you tune into the next episode. Vudu is available wherever you watch TV, and they make it easy to access all your favorite entertainment with a click of a button. Enjoy Vudu on your smart TV, Roku, Chromecast, iPhone, or Android, and online. No subscriptions, no contracts, just free entertainment. Right here, I'm supposed to talk about personal experience. It says to me the words personal experience, and then in parentheses, required. I'm just going to tell you to watch John Wick 2 again. That's what this podcast is about, so you've likely already seen it. And that's what that podcast is going to be about. But just watch it again. It's fucking incredible. It's one of the best action movies we've ever gotten. Head to voodoo.com slash rewatchables to sign up and start watching today. Catch up on John Wick 2 before next week's rewatchables at vudu.com slash rewatchables. Let's get back to the podcast. Category 2. Which person in John Wick Chapter 2 should be the most embarrassed? Oh, wow. So it's what character or what actor should be embarrassed of their performance? Character. Okay. Character. Okay. And I think it's important that we point out right now because only the three of us can see it, but Rembrandt showed up with an old-timey notebook yes. like out of John Wick that he hand-wrote. Oh, yeah. This is what it's I do. And a pen from, I think, Claire's. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. I've got seven options. And of course, as always, feel free to toss them in there. Okay. Number one. John Wick should be the most embarrassed. That's because why. he broke the code? Not because he broke the code, but because he buried all of his assassin equipment way too fast. Oh, yeah. He uh. came home and then buried it immediately. I don't know. He just had a bag of concrete. He started pouring it. He mixed it. He did it all. And then literally seconds after he was done, a guy shows up and he's like, hey, guess what? You have to be an assassin again. Get your fucking sledgehammer and dig all that shit up. So amazing that he buried it with concrete. With concrete. Incredible. Just an incredible detail. That's like as certain as it like, gets. That's not a floorboard. It's no. concrete. No. It's he, not even like something you can dig up. No. He knew. He knew in his heart he was out of the game. And then he was so wrong. He didn't even make so it wrong. one minute. All right. Option two. John Wick should also be embarrassed again because he shot Gianna in the head. Yeah. She, she slits her wrist. She's going to bleed out. It's clear she's going to die. You could just do nothing and disappear and you'd be fine. But he puts one in her head and then now everybody knows she got murdered. Right. Uh, tough, well, tough play. I read on Wikipedia. Okay. Mm. It's going to be good. That he did that to, to make good on the marker. That if he hadn't actually killed her and she was just dead, he wouldn't be free of the task. Okay, that was that's genuinely good. That was better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, okay, I give like, you that like, one. Like there needed to be a bullet in yes, her to he signify was, that he wouldn't have done the job if he didn't like shoot her or kill her in some way. Had so mm -hmm. many codes. I know. So he could have just lied. He could have said I slit her wrists. I made it look like a Oh, he could have done like the fucking like a uh, John Jason's, Wick could have lied. Like Jason Statham. What does that even mean? John Wick could have lied. John Wick doesn't know how to lie, man. Has no idea. He's how never to lie. lied one time in his life. No. You think that's true? Like when he was a kid? I don't think John Wick he probably had what was one he, like in he school? probably had one lie that was like his origin story and like really formative uh -huh. and it went really bad. Something horrible happened. Yeah. As a result, he hasn't lied since. That's that's my read on John Wick. <laughs> John okay. Wick as a kid. <laughs> that's the Disney Plus yeah. version of this movie. <laughs> All right. Next um next option. Cassian should be embarrassed for leaving Gianna alone. Like you're supposed to protect her. Yeah. I mean you're the main person. And he's played by Common. And he's played by Common. Uh, Common is fantastic. We're going to talk a lot about Common. A uh, hot take. <laughs> okay. Uh, all of the guys in the tunnel who were down there like waiting to ambush John Wick. I think that's another time where John Wick should be embarrassed. Why would you go down there when you are like you're being chased after? Well, he, he knew like that was his escape route 
he didn't he didn't know he's being followed. Maybe that's why he should have been dumb, dumb escape route. You need to have more more options of where you can escape to. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But he had all his guns down there. He I'm set so it all harsh up. On John Wick. Yeah, mm. I can't believe y'all are going with John Wick on embarrassment. Okay. But I, well, I'm I voting that like the people in the tunnel to me, like just get your professionals. Can we get one headshot? How many times do you have to shoot him before you realize chest shots aren't working? I feel like people are always like punching when they should be shooting in this movie. For sure. Like I, I saw there's a definitely a fight scene where there's like hand to hand combat and then someone remembers that they have a gun. I'm like, yeah, sure. that was with John Wick and Cassian. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just shoot. Ru- uh, Ruby Rose has that. She's one of the ones we're going to mention here. She's waiting for him as he's coming through the like hall of mirrors, and she's got a gun and a knife. And then it opens up, and she's like, "Fuck this gun, let's go." And then she gets stabbed. Is there more pride in hand to hand kills? There's got, there's got to be. I guess there has. To I don't. Be. I would never do that. If I have a gun, I'm going to shoot at you until I don't have a gun anymore. Here's another option. The guy in the tunnel. There's one guy specifically who I feel like he just really fucked up. But John runs out of bullets with the shotgun. He pins him against the wall with the shotgun and then reloads it while he's holding the gun yeah, to the guy's awesome. chest. Yeah. And then shoots him. Like if you you if you play middle school football, like you learn the fucking swim move. You squat and you swim. <laughs> squat and you swim. Like that's all you had to do. You also make that noise when you do it. And you, yeah, yeah. You gotta do it every time. And uh he screwed up there. And then the last one I have for you. There's a guy that John that he throws a gun at. Yes. I love this move that John does when he runs out of bullets. He's just like fucking right <laughs> at your face. And then you go, oh, my God. And then he attacks you and fucking snaps it's a your gr- neck. It's a great move. Yeah. yeah. It's really it's like throwing a rock, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really good. It's an amazing move. <laughs> <laughs> I do like in movies when people start like hitting with their gun. Like that's like a, that's like a trope, right? Mm-hmm. When you run out of bullets, just yeah. Yeah. love. But he t- takes it to the next level, throwing it at his face. He's throwing shit, which is great. I would love to throw my computer one day at somebody. Yeah. And it still worked. I don't, so good. <laughs> All right, we need a we need a person, and unless somebody has some other options, I think it's got to be Cassian, yeah. world's worst bodyguard. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. How do you leave her alone? I, I don't. And also, that that room is really big. Like, I, I don't know. I just was like, there's space for people to be in here while she still feels alone. Mm-hmm. So I think he he just was bad at his job. I think it's Cassian because I think it's embarrassing that he thinks that he's like John Wick's equal. As a like a that's fi- a great point. As a fighter, uh-huh. I think that's a really embarrassing thing for him to have thought. He's not. He like did not see John Wick one, so, <laughs> and I just I, like, I feel like he just should have. He could have. He could have lived longer had he had less. He did live. Like, but like no, but he. he I, I I super disagree with this take. You do? Right? I do. I love Common as Cassian. The fight that they have is unbelievable. I was wondering. Common's training and and how and how <laughs> Can we much we talk about Common. Thank you. I was wondering how much he because I I think he is good actually the, in the combat. I'm like this is actually he's, I'm really impressed. He's so good. Look, Common has had a stretch where he has played a character like this, like a killer or an enforcer, in several movies. He did it in this one. He did it in the movie Wanted mm. with Angelina Jolie. He did it in Smoke and Aces. He did it in Run All Night. Wow. Like he has done this a bunch of times, but he has never been better than in this scene. And you're talking about. He sees himself as John Wick's equal. The fight that he has with John is the longest fight that John ever has. Yeah, you're right. Like he, John, John kills everybody in four seconds, and Cassian survives. Cassian survives two fights with him. He survives one fight that's like fucking eight minutes long. So long. Like he, he's a talented guy. He might not be that great of a bodyguard, but when it just comes to like one of us in this room is going to die. Yeah. You've got to take him over the field in almost all cases. I, I don't agree. If he, oh my god! If his if your principal job is to be a bodyguard and your and your um, boss dies, you have failed. No, I'm saying he's probably a bad bodyguard. Right, but I don't think we can take that out of the equation. I, I mm. we've we've only gotten to where we are because he messed up at his first job. That oh is true. I don't. Um, I'll comment if you're listening to this. Please, please know that this was not me saying these things. <laughs> I hope. I, I wish you would have. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of his. Um, Italian mm. accent. Mm-hmm. I think just like because Common at this point is like a professional commercial person. Today, right now, you have more power at your fingertips than entire generations that came before you. Think about that. That's what technology really is.
That's my favorite thing about if Common shows up on your TV screen. Yeah, he's either gonna shoot at you or you're gonna fucking get a spoken word. He's poem. like, he's like, like AI, a- AI, IBM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, Watson. <laughs> that kind of is like seeped into like how I see him in movies now. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that he, it's like leaned into like the contract, like the bodyguard slash like killer type character. Because like, he's good at it. He has remind- a yeah. great face. It reminds me of like. Uh, I have this theory that Ving Rhames, like, in, like, six movies, it was just, like, a continuation of the same character. <laughs> what and are the movies? It was, like, Con Air, and he was an entrapment. Uh-huh. And, but, like, it was just, like, he kept getting out of prison and then, like, finding a new role. So I think, I, I, I like to think of Common as, like, it's all the same character, just in different movies. He's, he's too good. I love, <laughs> I love Common. All right, so y'all vote Common. I'm voting the guy in the tunnel who doesn't do the swim move and gets <laughs> shot. Like, that's just embarrassing to me. I have this thing in my head that I'm always running through when the people get killed, all of the henchmen. Mm-hmm. This thing called henchmen heaven where mm. they all go after they die uh. and they like talk about how they died. And that's an embarrassing story for him to have to tell. Yeah. So henchmen I'm voting heaven. him. Henchmen that's heaven. a really funny idea. Thanks. Category three. Three. This is, we're going to spin right off of the common conversation. Which person in John Wick has the best cameo? We've already talked about common as Cassian. I mean, there's no competition in this category. Really? Yes. What What about Ruby Rose? Stella from Orange is the New Black. Yeah. She's she's good. I, she, I really like Ruby Rose. I like Ruby Rose a lot, especially, I mean, her character is like, I guess this is kind of cool. I'll watch this. This is like sure. a fun thing. But when she has the fight with John Wick, yes. that's when you like earn your paycheck in these movies. Sure. Common did it. She does it. You have to move a certain way. You have to have a certain kind of, it's not even athletic ability. I mean, just, she's very athletic. Common is athletic. But you have to have this, like, fight confidence. Mm-hmm. You have to look like you know what you're doing. And she fucking nails it. Like, she's, you're watching the fight, and she loses because she's not as strong as Wick when they have the standoff at the end. But just skill for skill, like, she was fucking going after She was it. good. Yeah, yeah, she was good. I was kind of like, what's, what's, what's her purpose here after, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of the movie? But I liked her. When they when Santino shows up at John's house the first time, you get just a quick glimpse yeah. of her standing in front of the car. And she's doing the pose where she's like, her chin is down to her chest. And she's holding, and she's just staring forward. And you're like, she's going to fuck up a lot of people. She's really good at staring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like incredible at yeah, staring. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so you, when you were saying no competition— you think it's, it's common as Cassian? <laughs> that's what we, that, we, we that's, that's the wrong answer. It's Lawrence Fishburne. No. What do you think it is? Who it's, do you think it is? I think it's the concierge. Okay, that's another one. We Daniels go, from The Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, like for me, my favorite scene, like if it was like one shot of this movie mm-hmm. that stands up, it's it's the concierge and the dog. Yeah, at the end. When they're like, just staring at each other? Just staring at yeah, each yeah. other. Yeah. That's my, one of my favorite relationships like him and the dog yeah he's really good I mean he is really good he's so I agree he's in second place we spend a lot of time (laughs) on the other one talking only about like how wonderful he is so we've got him we've got the concierge we've got Cassian we've got Stella from Orange is the New Black we have John Leguizamo he's good he shows up he's my favorite person he's always great in the world always happy to see John Leguizamo I can Love fix him. this. Yeah, I, I, I like that. He's like, I'll fix it by 2030 or something. <laughs> he's also kind of like hamming it up. He's like, John, what'd you do to your car? Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> he's like kind of in a different movie than everyone else, but it really works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. <laughs> he's like one of the, like he's the only guy, him and Winston are the only guy who like take a couple jabs at yeah. John and John just stands there. You got to be special if you're, if you're able to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like watching somebody make a joke about like Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He's just standing there. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right. Okay, you have Common. We mentioned him. Uh, you have this sommelier. I love the sommelier. I love that scene. Ugh. That scene is amazing. It it sort of was like uh, the John Wick version of like a makeover scene mm-hmm. or of like getting... <laughs> and it, I really loved it. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad you went that direction because I went a different... I was like, it reminds me of like in sports movies when they're like rounding up all yeah, the, 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 the whole gang, gang together. back together but it's just weapons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a montage scene that like only this movie could pull off. It's so, it's, 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 the be- it's so my favorite scene in the movie. Good. So this is what we were talking about earlier where they like, the whole point of part two is we're going to show you more of this world. Yeah. And they, and they, they could have screwed that up yes. and they did it. But that part is, that's an incredible stretch. If this was a rewatchable, that's like. The most rewatchable scene. Yeah, for it's sure. Hell yeah. And he's like, as soon as he comes on the screen, I was like, that's the Guitar Hero guy from Couples Retreat. I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> All right. And then the, the last one that I have, Bridget Moynihan. 
I love Ooh. Bridge. She has a bigger role in this movie. She's more dead in this one than she was in the first one, and she has a bigger role. And I didn't even realize it watching the first one. Like I did this one. I was like, oh, my God, that's Susan from iRobot. Is that that's how you know her? That's how I know her. Every, I know her as Tom Brady's baby mama. I, I read about that when I was looking her up. I had no you idea. You read about it? Yeah, oh, yeah. well, let me know if you want a side channel on it. I've got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. She, she was also on Blue Bloods. I all, never all, I never watched that. All my CBS heads out there. <laughs> I mean, she's she's like famous to me, but I guess that's like not a common opinion. I think, I mean, I obviously knew her as Tom Brady's girlfriend for a while, but then she also was on Sex in the City. So like that's a big touchstone. But really, she's she's mostly famous for being mm-hmm. with Tom Brady. Okay. That's a lot, but that's in my heart, me. she's Susan from okay. iRobot. Great. Love Will Smith. So you're going Lawrence Fishburne for yours? I just love fan service. I am not embarrassed to admit that. And so like a reunion like that is just really, really fun. Mm -hmm. And also he... He hams it up. He hams it up. he's great. Somebody please get this man a gun. And it's like kind of... It's kind of similar to the sommelier scenes, like kind of a turning point in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I just sort of like the people who are on John Wick's side. I, yeah. I just thought it was fun. I mean, it was just, it's exciting yeah. to see it's another. It's another fun wrinkle. He's running through the stuff. He's trying to get away. He's hurt. He needs help. Why is he talking to this homeless guy? Everything, like, oh my God, there's a whole... The, the homeless people are... I've been looking at them different ever since I watched this movie. I'm giving all of them money, everyone that I see, just, sure. just to be safe in I, case this I walked is real. New, I walked through New York differently after I saw this movie. I mean, his name is the Bowery King also, which yeah. is like yes. so yes. funny. And also sounds like an amazing like halal spot. Yeah. yeah. Bowery King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also really like Fishburne because I love movies where they like bring in someone famous like super deep into the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he's like in, in, at the end of our, he's like in like the 90 minute mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Which is a, it's a great move. He's my favorite guy that they do that with because he does it a lot. He did, like another one that he does it is in Predators. Mm. He just uh. shows up. <laughs> you're like, wait a second. Someone just, wait a second. This guy was nominated for an Oscar <laughs> and you held him until the 90th minute of Predators? Yeah, it's a, it's a ballsy move. This is a, the John Wick universe. I had never thought about the, the, the thing you mentioned about walking around the city differently after you see this movie. Like, that's a top-level movie thing. The same thing happened to me after I saw Final Destination. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, everything I saw was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the lights swinging and pipes out of a truck. And I'm like, For happen. me, it was a Truman Show. I was like, yes. Oh, is yeah, is there like an one. edge to this? Like, yeah. is there, a, will I hit the seawall or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I I I I'm always fascinated by I've always been obsessed with like secret rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, like the library with the yeah. book that mm-hmm. rotates the mm-hmm. wall. I just like like some of the fancy hotels in New York. I just sometimes I'll go in and just like where is the underworld? Cuz yeah. I, I know it's just here. doing all of the books. Yeah, I'm just where, like where where, 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 where where is it like that one locked door? Juliet's oh, going Lawrence Fishburne. Ram is going the concierge. Yeah. I'm going to go with my guy, John Leguizamo, this time. Nice. He's really good. I mean, he, he comes in hot. He's really good. Yeah. He's in fun. and out. It's also just such a, like, tonally, the comparison with Keanu is so funny. Mm-hmm. It really works. Yeah. Category four. 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 What's the most surprising moment in John Wick? I've got a few of them for you. Okay. Here we go. When John sneaks up on the one guy and grabs him while he's smoking a cigarette and he makes the guy swallow a cigarette. Oof. I didn't see that coming. I'd never seen that in a movie before and I loved it. Gross. When Cassian hits John with a car, this is after he's yeah. escaped, and you're like, oh, he he's going back to the hotel, and then again, another hit with a car. When Cassian and John go to the bar together, we talked a bit about this already. There's just a, a, such a great transition from this monumental fight scene. One of the best fight scenes we had had like in three years in either direction, and then now they're sitting at the bar, and it was like an instant... It was I don't like, know. It was like a game recognized game type of moment. It was it was it was in heat when Pacino and De Niro sit down, except like a microwaved version of that. Like they gave it to you real fast. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I I didn't know that I needed this. And then I need it. And then they do the quick little trick where Cassian leaves and fucking Ruby Rose is sitting there too the whole time. You're like, oh my God, they're all in here just fucking they're all trying to kill each other. Now they're all hanging out. Unbelievable. Uh, another surprising thing for me. Is the whole Cassian fight. I think I felt going into this movie, maybe how how you felt, Rim, when I was like, I don't know if Common can do this. And I'm feeling a little like nervous about it. And then when I watched the fight, I was like moving in my seat doing this whole thing. It was really surprising to me how good he was in that role. He's okay. fucking going. You know what? I've I've just in the course of this podcast, I've 
come around on. Comedy. Yes, I, wow. I, I I came in here ready to just like slam him. I I have a soft spot for Common because I love the um, Kanye Common Kid Cudi remix of Poker Face by Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'll make a say. When I I'll make a say. I'll take it how Poker I can get face. it. Poker Face. It's just a great, I thought great track. I thought you were going to bring up Jess Wright, one of the great basketball films. There you go. No. Queen it's, Latifah. It's because of, of that cover. I just love a great cover. Whatever whatever Remix? it takes. Po, 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 po. It's it's really good. And the music video had like pastel balloons. I recommend oh, it. Wow, yeah. I'll make a say. Another surprising one is the silent shootout that they have on the subway. They're walking. Common's up top. John's down low. They're firing with silencers. Somebody should have heard, but they didn't. And that's like, that's another like neat thing that I'd never seen in a movie before. And that's my favorite thing to happen in any kind of movie, especially an action movie. Uh, we get a set piece or some sort of thing that you've never seen. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. You're like, why didn't somebody do this 40 years ago? This mm. is fucking fantastic. The thing Rim mentioned, John rolling down the stairs on purpose. Obsessed. That jumped out like immediately. And then the uh, the part at the end of the movie where Winston stops everyone in the courtyard. And you're like, holy shit, he controls everything. Uh, that was amazing. And I had a lot of questions about it. Yeah, what are the questions? How did he do that? Is it like relig- Is it like just in Central Park everyone stopped? Was it just by the fountain? Like, how did he plan that? Have you never organized a flash mob? <laughs> That's basically what it was like the assassin version yeah. of a flash he mob. He put out a Facebook message like yeah. everyone meet at Central Park, 2 p.m. Yeah. He, they probably went through the switch service. Probably. Hey, we need a thing. Yeah, oh, definitely. Be here this time. Definitely. Yeah, that's my guess. That's what it was. These are the, these are the ones I have for the most surprising moments for me. Do we have some other ones to add in here? I was surprised when he shot the woman in the head. What's her name again? Which one? The um, Gianna. Oh, yeah. I was actually surprised when he shot her. I was like, oh, she's dead. He can move on. And then he shoots her in the head. I found that surprising. There's a, the, so when you're watching that scene, and I'm rewatching it again and again and again and again. <laughs> and this, this is how I am with You Got Mail. Yeah. You Got Mail is fantastic. Yeah. I watched it the other night. Um, so John walks over there. This is how good John is at his job. If you're watching this scene, he walks over there and has these crossing around to sit next to her and like console her. In this moment, he moves his gun to the other hand and he's still got it pointed at her just in case this is like a trick of some sort. Mm-hmm. He's watching this woman kill herself and he's still like, I don't know. I got to be, I got to be fucking John Wick is incredible. That's a good pick. That's Thank a good you. Pick. I was, I, that was genuinely surprising. I think I might agree with that pick. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Cassian fight scene. Okay. You oh, just well. love Cassian. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that you were the president of the Common Fan Club. I've learned it, so much today. Listen, watching this movie. I really like. There was a brief time in uh, there's a brief time in college when I was like, I love Common so much. He had the song with Erica Badu, and I was oh, like, This is course. the best Great rap song. song I've ever heard yes. in my life. I was all in on there, and then just sort of faded away. And then like, yeah, I'm watching him in movies, and I see this one, and I'm just nervous. He's not going to be able to do it. I don't know why. And he was so much better than I thought he could be. He's. I don't know what other people you could plug into this role and have it be as good. Next category, category five. Five. Which kill took the most skill? Mm. I didn't realize right now that that rhymes. I like it. I've got five options. Okay. And if you've got more, please. In the beginning of the movie, this is this might be like my secret favorite kill in the movie. I I hope it's my favorite. He swings a car around. He hits the guy and fucking pinballs him into a metal beam. (laughs) And you hear the like, dink. And you're like, oh, he hit a hard part of his body on this beam. I love that kill. I love great driving. Yes. Especially in reverse. Yes. It's so hard. It's yes. so hard. It's so hard. I hate driving in reverse. But I love it because like in this like very intense, serious scene, there's like a level of like cartoonishness about mm-hmm. that kill that yeah. I really That's appreciate. a wily coyote move. Yeah. That is like some like an acme anvil falls on <laughs> type shit. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. That's a really good one. Took a lot of skill. The uh Next one, the two guys he kills with a pencil. With a fucking pencil. pencil. <laughs> That's awesome. Peter Stormare is just a weird career. We should have added him to the best cameo. I lo- Did you watch Prison Break? You must have. Yes. Oh my God, he's amazing in Prison yeah. Break. He's amazing in every, every movie he shows up in. You're happy he, to see him. He's in Armageddon and you're like, hey, let's go. Yeah. He's about to do something crazy. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Every single, every single one. He's in Bad Boys too. Yeah. And you're like, 
He's, his, is incredible. His IMDb is like pretty legendary. Yeah, he's in 22 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. he's he's so good. 180 something credits. Always scary. As an actor. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. I wonder if he's, uh, I wonder if he's like, I watched an interview, I read an interview one time with uh, with Bolo Young who played Chong Lee in Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, he he could look in the mirror and he could see that he was always going to play a villain That's in these funny. movies. Like he recognized it in his face. That's really funny. That he was going to be that. I wonder if, if uh, Stromare did the same thing. Did he just look in the mirror and he's like, I got to just always be a second it's level Russian mobster. These, oh, the, you know what? This one is less a, a, a kill that took a lot of skill and just something I was really impressed with. But the sumo guy, he fucking, he got shot like six times, five times, something yeah. like that. Twice in the head. But he gets shot in the top of the head, like a bullet in there. And then he still gets up. Still going. So I don't know what category to put that in, but I wanted to make sure we mentioned that because that was incredible. He also got kicked in the balls like a bunch. And di- and just shook it off. Like, I don't know if like being big is supposed to make that less painful. Yeah. I don't think it so is. So the only thing that I was thinking is like maybe his thighs were so big that it like, he John just hit the thighs a little bit. I don't know. It's a good point. I don't know how that works. But yeah, he took that shot, went down, and then just went into a fucking sumo attack, which is beautiful. Uh, Cassian, when he finally kills Cassian in the subway with the knife, mm-hmm. took a lot of skill. Same with Ruby Rose. We're gonna put those on the same level. Although I don't know if Ru- I don't know if uh, I know Cassian doesn't die. I don't know if Ruby Rose doesn't die because the knife comes out. Oh yeah, is she supposed to be dead? I think she's supposed to be dead. What's that? I think she's dead. Be More- seeing you is what she says to him. I like that John Wick does the sign. In response for sure. Me yeah. too. And then says and then sure. Says <laughs> Just in case. Sure. This is like the, that's like the sign language version of putting a bullet in someone's head <laughs> after you shot him in the chest. Sure. And, oh, this is my favorite one of the movie. I love these like complicated kills that John does. He's in the middle of a fight. He's doing jujitsu, rolling around on the floor with a guy. He gets him in, in this move called the triangle. Okay. Which is like, you're in Describe between my that. legs. I've got my, one, I've got my right leg behind your neck. My left leg is hooked over the, mm-hmm. the right, and mm-hmm. it's making like a triangle shape, and I'm choking you out. And while he's doing that, he shoots a guy off of the stairs oh, yeah. and kills him, mm-hmm. and then kills the triangle guy. I love this one. Okay. Are there some other kills that we missed that took a lot of skill? No, I, th- I think the stabbings are really impressive because it's not his, <laughs> it's not his primary weapon. That's a quote right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the stabbings are impressive. I agree. No, you're— there's no other way to say it. I, I completely agree. Thank you, Rumbert. They are impressive. But I would argue that that's not one of his primary weapons. If he carries it on him at all times, that's got to be prime. I guess, be I guess primary. that's true. But I feel like that's a different kind of survival. It's mm-hmm. like it's like for survival, it's not for like doing doing his work, which is yeah. shooting people. I want there to be uh, in John Wick 5 or whatever, when he's fighting with a knife and someone asks him that, why he has a knife. And he says something like, Knives don't run out of bullets. That's Bef- a great before line. he like stabs <laughs> yeah. somebody. Yo, keep that line. Yeah. That's a good line. <laughs> that line no, is going to be in the next. He shoot someone. Someone should ask him about the knife. And he's like, because knives don't run out of bullets, but then he still has a gun. With yeah. bullets, <laughs> and he just shoots them. But neither do I. Yeah, do, do, do. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> Please write John Wick Five. All right. <laughs> Rem, what are we picking? We're going. Juliet's going all stabs. Stabs. Every stab. I I think the. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of pencil death. Mm. It's just like it's very innovative, extremely innovative. Because like innovative. also it's like at this point like you forget about pencils. Yeah. So they so when he's running through the subway area yeah. and and they show the guy sitting at the bar and you can see like two or three pencils right there. When this, when that happens in my head I was like he's fucking like, we're about to see it we're gonna finally yeah. see it we're gonna see the pencil thing they haven't shown us all of the stuff I wanna see we still don't know what the impossible task is that he had to do to get out of the game but we're about to see the pencil thing yeah. and I love that part I love it so much I'm going the I'm going the triangle guy yeah you love that one I, I really like follow your heart that's like a multi-skill thing yeah. he's doing jujitsu. he's doing it's marksmanship he's like it's a lot of stuff he's like on. a very agile I feel like John Wick's agility doesn't get talked about a lot. He's extremely agile. Last category. Last category. Let's wow. do it. Category wow, wow, wow. Six. It went quick. Who or what would you like to know more about within the John Wick universe? We've been asking questions this whole time. Let's finish the pod with a bunch of questions that we might need to ask. 
I just want to go so much deeper into the call center. I want to know about everyone who works there. That's I, what, that's one of my like. How do you there. get hired? How, this is what, it. What resume? Like what? Everything. You have to have a look for certain. Oh sure. You tats, have to, you you have, to have the, the tattoos. You need the like. Can that look be a part of the onboarding though? Like perhaps you go to the (laughs) the call center salon and like you didn't look that way, but then you end up looking that way to do your job. Okay. That's, (laughs) I mean, there's like, you can't say that that sounds ridiculous because it doesn't. It sounds like that's exactly what would happen in this movie. I love a, like a current day switchboard. Yeah, me too. I love the the thing. Like I don't even know any of the terminology. Mm -hmm. Like you put the things in the things. Uh That's all, that's the only way I can describe it. Also, I like that it's very like, not advanced. It's very analog, basically. Yeah, I love it. All the screens, it's the, that green yeah. type on there. And like, like, you see them like plugging in the, it looks, you, have you watched season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Of course. It also opens with like a switchboard, mm-hmm. a call center, mm-hmm. and it looks very similar. I'm like, oh, the technology is not advanced. <laughs> I also like that like the the people that work at the call center like don't, are not phased by, you know, like the the murder that they work in. Right. They're just like, do they like, even, but do they, do they even know what they're doing? Yeah. Maybe they, not. They might not. They're just like, everything's in code. Seven mil. That actually was surprising. I was like, oh, what's going on here? And he's like opening a bank account. I was like, is he opening a bank account? Like what's happening? Accounts payable, please. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Dinner reservation for 12. What? That was like, that was really awesome. And then, I mean, I just love seeing that and like imagining what else goes on there and whatever. The people who made this movie are fantastic. Here's another question for you. Uh, you mentioned this earlier. I want to know what airline John flies on. Yeah, like does he have frequent flyer miles? Is it? He seems like he would have continental frequent flyer airlines. Miles. It's got to be constant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there like a special assassin airline yeah. where you're allowed to bring all of your weapons and it's stuff? Probably Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, you could bring under. 10 guns. Yeah. The reason that Spirit is so <laughs> shitty for everyone else is because it's so good oh, for that's the assassins. A good one. Yes. That's it. I Trying to keep it. people away. This feels like a good spot to end it. I love John Wick. Rembert can be found writing many places on the internet, but mainly on Twitter at Rembert. And you can read Juliet on TheRinger.com and hear more of her wonderful voice on her podcast, Jam Session. This has been a production of The Ringer. My name is Kara Hart, and I produce this show, and our engineer this week is Craig Horlbeck. With a Pencil is executive produced by Juliet Lippman, and our theme song is by Daniel Birch. Next week, Shay, Ira Madison III, and Chris Ryan have a conversation about 30 tiny things they loved in John Wick 2. See you next week. Voodoo is a leading streaming app with a library of over 150,000 titles available to rent or buy. And over 8,000 titles you can watch for free on their ad-supported on-demand service. Enjoy everything from the latest Hollywood blockbusters to your favorite indie films without subscriptions or contracts. The last two movies I watched on Vudu, Pitch Perfect, which is fantastic, and Pitch Perfect 2, which is less fantastic, but still fantastic. Head to Vudu.com slash rewatchables to sign up and start watching today. That's V-U-D-U dot com slash rewatchables. <laughs>